Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Greg, will have smart discussions with friends, experts, and thought leaders on customer experience, transformation, and leadership. Please follow this podcast on your preferred platform. I am sure you will enjoy the next episode with the guest I selected for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Today, I'm really thrilled to start and kick off the discussion with Aliona Medellian, because we are going to discuss about feedback and how to transform this feedback in accurate and layered insights. And as usual, before we kick off, we would like to learn about more about you. Therefore, Aliona, could you please introduce yourself? Sure. It's great to be here. So my I'm the CEO and one of the co-founders of Thematic. It's a company that uses AI to analyze customer feedback to help companies improve their customer experience, prioritize roadmap and this strategy. And I'm originally from Ukraine, I have a PhD in a field called natural language processing, which is a sub-area of AI. And I live in New Zealand. I know you are far, far away from where I'm living. For me, it's winter outside is snowing. I think on your side, the weather is a bit different. <laughs> yeah, beautiful day today. Blue sky and summer is not that far away. That, that's great. And I see also from the discussion that, that you are bright, spreading energy. And therefore, I'm super keen to kick off this discussion. Which values drive your life? Yeah, so I thought about this and there I would say there are three. One is impact. I've always been seeking how can I apply my knowledge and skills in specifically in AI to benefit others. Efficiency, <laughs> a very efficient person. And it's all about kind of making use of resources you have available. And my husband is the same. We always surprise each other with how efficient we are. And then Freedom would be the third one. I've always valued being able to do anything, travel everywhere. And this is probably why I ended up choosing to be my own boss. And it's also a core value for many Ukrainians. Thank you very much for, for sharing that also in this uh, difficult situation. And I'm super happy that to have you on, on this podcast. But now let's really start the game, the discussion. You started your company back in 2015. Could you share your initial idea? Yeah, so it was kind of the end of 2015. And I was, I, I knew that I wanted to start a company, but I didn't have a problem worth solving. So for a couple of years, I was running a consultancy specializing in natural language processing, machine learning, worked on a range of different problems. And towards the end of 2015, several companies reached out to me with the same need. They were all kind of medium to large companies in New Zealand, and they needed to understand what is driving net promoter score. I didn't know what it was, but I quickly learned that it's a way of measuring customer experience. And people are saying in the open-ended field, why did you give us a score? So the leadership is, they were telling me that the leadership is it's a key KPI and there are bonuses even associated with improving NPS. And they, they believe that AI can help understand what are the drivers 
and help them with the reporting. And because this is seems a very niche problem, and it's a perfect problem to start a startup in. And so I decided to build something, created a prototype, showed them on a PowerPoint what you know the types of insights my prototype returned and ask if this is what they'd like to to use and they said yes and i decided to start a company that's um, great and now you started the company and you went uh, you went also to a founding round could you please share also a bit of that yeah well at, at first being in new zealand you you don't really kind of think that big but what i was really passionate is about is helping those initial initial companies so because i don't have a lot of product experience i convinced my husband nathan homberg to join me he quit his job and together we started building the product we were lucky to participate in a virtual program with a us based startup accelerator just to kind of learn how to do this properly and they invited us to apply and we ended up moving to silicon valley in 2017 and through in that summer we uh, grew three times in terms of like our customer size and and revenue size and at the end we raised 1.2 million in US dollars in seed funding it's actually quite a small am amount uh, to have raised in total given our size now but right now we work with some of the largest companies in in the world like LinkedIn Atlassian DoorDash electronic arts uh, so it it tends to be large companies that have teams of three of or more insights and research professionals and we help them understanding not just nps but feedback they gather across many different channels and i think this is something extremely important because what you're saying feedback from different channels putting them together understanding that it's it's extremely difficult nowadays transform noisy feedback into accurate and layered insights it's what it's on your webpage how does it work well there are, i would say there are three steps and the first one is the discovering of what the feedback is about and both my masters and my phd were specifically in this area but and how to do it automatically using ai but when i started thematic i I started having lots of discussions with people who work in this area and I've learned something interesting that a black box approach is not something that will move the needle here. What people who work in these roles they are delivering insights that others use to make decisions on and so confidence is very important and that confidence comes from transparency and understanding how where are they getting those insights from? So I was thinking how it's thematic we can utilize the power of AI but still deliver the transparency that and flexibility that these users need to actually analyze their feedback. So we just designed an approach that would create a custom taxonomy from your data bottom up. And in in the market still the most prevalent technique is to use industry taxonomies like Medale, Discover Exam. They all use off-the-shelf hotels taxonomy, insurance taxonomy, but every company is different. And especially now where each company is innovating, they have their own digital experience that is very unique, their own digital products. And so 
our approach is very popular with, with companies that just don't find the value in this standard taxonomy approach, but they still are able to use the idea of taxonomy and actually being able to go into this tool called themes editor and thematic to make the taxonomy their own, bring in the, the, their domain expertise, because it is a AI, it's like an intern from the street. And, you know, ChatGPT is one that has an MBA, but they don't know your business. You need to teach them this somehow. And so we built our solution around, like, how can we create this AI and human collaboration to make sure that how the data is analyzed is actually relevant? So the second is the, the second part of delivering layering, layered insight is visualizations. And here it's all about answering common questions that you hear from stakeholders. You don't want to get lost in interesting data visualizations. And people are, are need to know what is driving my NPS or my score or any metric has improved or decreased in a particular month. Why? So we designed a lot of visualizations around those questions. And the third one is, I'm happy to say that since generative AI became popular, is how can we actually answer any question about customer feedback in a natural language interface? And luckily, large language models are able to deliver this. And at Thematic, we do this by basically having an area called answers where anybody in the company can ask a question about, hey, I, lo I launched this new feature. What are people saying about that? Well, what, are th what are they asking for? What are the feature requests? And the new large language models, they can even create suggestions of how you can act or which recommendations you can put forward to your team to act on the feedback as well. Thank you for this, uh, this introduction to, to your product and how, how you're working. You mentioned that several times ChatGPT, OpenAI, this solution. Is an opportunity for you? Is a threat? Or people think that they can now use OpenAI? What's your view on that? Yeah, I think uh, you can definitely use OpenAI's tools to analyze your feedback yourself, for sure. And I, even if you go to our website, getthematic.com, and there's a link to our blog, I have published an article on how do you can, how can you analyze your feedback using ChatGPT? And when I analyzed feedback from our, from my kids' primary school, it worked like a charm. <laughs> it was, it cleaned all the data. It's great. However, when you, when you work at a large company, first of all, putting all the feedback through ChatGPT is extremely expensive. And second, it doesn't create those visualizations that you need. And it also doesn't provide the transparency and flexibility to actually teach it your, your, your business or how, how people talk about your business. This is something that needs to be taught the system somehow. So for us, large language models are, we see them as tools that enable us to build an even better solution for our customer. And I think we are going to see more and more improvements in this area, but ultimately it's an amazing opportunity to, to use it in thematic. I'll give you an example. So when you start kind of organizing feedback into themes, there's always kind of this, an additional level of granularity that people seek that cannot be captured in, in a taxonomy because otherwise it just becomes too large and unmanageable. So one of the first thing we did when we launched it last year 
is a quick summary of if you click on a particular theme, like too many repeats, what are people actually saying? What is being repeated? And this auto-generated summary explains when we uh, we send to OpenAI only on not in not only sorry not OpenAI, but we send to Azure, which is a more secure way of analyzing your data using large language models. We send just the feedback within that theme, representative feedback, to re- reduce the amount of hallucinations and incorrect answers. So all it does is just summarize what people are saying in a in a few sentences, and then our users can copy and paste it into wherever they need to share this this these insights. And it became such a popular feature for our users because this is literally what they have to do in their job. And now they can look like heroes by responding to an email within minutes. And for us, it also meant that we can capture this moment of insight because before they looked at the chart in one window and hear the type, and we didn't know which charts actually delivered to them something that's useful and which which didn't. And now about 40 to 50 sessions in thematic, we know end up with copying a summary or an answer or downloading a visualization. So we we are actually benefiting from understanding our users better as well. Thank you. And it means it's not only efficient, decreasing the cost, but also effective because it's really this, this, this employees find the best solution. And I really like what you said. At the end, the employee can be the hero of, of the solution. And that's what every employee is looking for, to create value for the customer, for the company, and being the hero bring team forward to to try to find new issues, solve them and, and continue working. And therefore, I think it's, it's extremely important how, how you're sharing that. Perhaps for a company, from a company point of view, which are the best use cases to start with? And perhaps you have also a preferred implementation throughout your journey that you had with, with one customer that you can share with, with us. I think... For us, ideal companies, I mentioned kind of the, the size of them. We, we tend to be most successful with large companies, at least 500 employees, ideally more, because this is when you need, you don't just need the analysis of feedback, but also aligning stakeholders on a methodology that doesn't leave them questioning the insights. And this is something that if you just put your data in ChatGPT and rerun it several times, each time it will generate a different response. Whereas we are making sure that the reporting is consistent. So in terms of customer success story, one of our customers is a large food delivery company. And I love how they use thematic now for five years and they, they've grown massively and they use thematic to understand in insights during their expansion. So for example, they started in one city and nailed how uh, everything works there. They moved to a different city that has different kind of layout, not as condensed, more spread out. People, employment opportunities are different. So people who would deliver food will have very different needs. And when in th- usually how they would approach understanding this is by creating focus groups, and it takes forever to set them up, to analyze them, and so on. In thematic, they already have all of the feedback that's coming through the different channels. They can compare the two locations 
and they see, okay, here we're underperforming, here we're overperforming. Eventually, this company started growing internationally, and there was a situation where in Canada, they weren't growing at, at all. The researchers went to Canada trying to observe, and they couldn't find what is the issue. It turned out, when they looked into the matic, that credit card issues was trending for that country. And it turned out that Canadian credit cards have a slightly different format and their credit card processing couldn't couldn't pick it up and they couldn't sign up people as fast. So it's it's kind of it's a, I like the story because it it brings this kind of efficiency using the data you already have being being faster and and ultimately focus on growth and helping companies. What I love about Thematic is that it's a win-win-win. The customers are winning because they get better experience. The companies are winning because they're growing faster. And we as a team are working on something that uses super interesting technology to the benefit of of everybody. And at the end, it's also a great application leveraging the data that companies have because we know a lot of companies are trying to get gather all possible data and to get the data but they are not using that and with thematic it's possible to use them and to understand that and we know the amount of data that are available now it cannot be analyzed by people and therefore there are these great tools on the market leverage that I would have a lot of questions to ask to you, but taking care of the time, what during the preparation of this uh, of this podcast was stand out to me was one sentence that you had on your webpage. Behind our product are the people driving it: ambition, ownership, collaboration, and transparency. I know that we were speaking about feedback, but all employee experience, because you mentioned that also earlier. Do creating these experiences for the employees that there are the heroes, but what you're doing, it's not for your customer, but you're doing that also for your employees. Could you please elaborate a bit on that? Yeah. Well, I think transparency is an interesting one. <laughs> As you remember, when I started the company, that was kind of my insight. But this is how we also run our company. And we're trying to be as transparent as we can with our employees. So we share our monthly metrics, we share our strategy and encourage people to collaborate in a transparent way on Slack rather than in private channels. We think, and and a lot of our values kind of have this kind of own ownership is about finding a solution when you, when you, when you see it as that's something it's doing. And by analyze, this is something that we encourage people to do at Thematic. And we're seeking the kinds of people who like to be owning something rather than being told what to do. And similarly, in customer feedback, when you see that customers are saying something is improving, we're basically giving our, our users the power of owning that and bringing it to people who can do something about it. And the other two values are collaboration and ambition. And I, th- and I think collaboration is at the core of any company right like if you if your teams don't collaborate you're going to be working on the wrong things you're going to be wasting time and for us the the tricky part here is also how do we celebrate together our achievements and we actually take our employees on an annual retreat so we are we're an all remote company spread across five different countries but mainly New Zealand and US and we it's very difficult to celebrate across time zones and 
have like Christmas dues. So we do it once a year and we just condense all these celebrations together. And this is what encourages collaboration as well. Thank you very much for also working on the employee experience side, keeping the good employees and creating amazing products for, for your customer. We are coming to an end of this game, but in the extra time, in the last two minutes, I still have three questions for you. And the first one, in 10 years from now, we are back on the CX Goalkeeper podcast. What we're discussing about? <laughs> I really hate making predictions. Some people in AI, uh, in AI say that it will obliterate the human race in just three, five years. So we might not be here in 10 years. Others believe that people will merge with AI and will all become cy cyborgs. There's no other way. But coming back down to earth, I think I'm really excited about the how large language models will transform customer experience. At whatever kind of touch point you can think of, they can provide more personalized approach. And I think that's really exciting. Yes, and I'm looking forward to discuss that with you, perhaps not in 10 years, but in the next few months. <laughs> And following you good. And, and also for the audience, I think it's important to, to follow your work and what you're doing with, uh, with these LLMs and with your solution. What's the best way to contact you? On LinkedIn. I, I post regularly and I love LinkedIn because it's, it's a professional way to learn more and connect with others. So you, you can just find me by searching for my, for my name. Thank you. And for the audience, you will find all the information in the contact details. Aliona mentioned also a blog post on, on the webpage. I will share that also in the show notes that you can quickly find it and, and read it. And now we are coming to the last question. It's Aliona's golden nugget. It's something that we discussed or something you to leave to the audience. Something that I've struggled with in initially is like hearing no. Because when you're starting something new or when you're doing anything that's a bit different from others, ultimately it will reap rewards for you, but it is a hard journey. And in my opinion, hearing no is actually a good thing. It means that you're trying hard and you're trying enough and you're, and eventually you will succeed. And I just want to encourage others not to, not to be scared or worried about it. And there is a, a fable in my in my culture about two frogs that fall into a jar of milk and one frog just gives up straight away and the other one keeps trying keeps trying keeps trying eventually milk becomes butter and the frog jumps out of the jar <laughs> so that's kind of how i think about my life and yeah continuing to work hard and try Thank you for sharing this this great story it it's really it's <laughs> I, I really like it thank you very much Hi, Luna. It was really a great pleasure to have you on the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And to the audience for today, it's everything. I hope that you enjoyed this discussion as much as I did. If you have any questions, any feedback, feel free to contact Iluna or to contact me. For today, it's everything. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget. We are not in a B2B or B2C business, we are in a human-to-human -human environment. Thank you!